Yet another store in San Francisco needs to reduce its hours because they can't figure out how to not have shoplifting in San Francisco. In Los Angeles, we predicted it. There's stuff going on with the shipping containers that's undesirable, so you're going to want to listen to segment two as we reveal how our prediction has come true. And in segment three, we have a little bit of discussion about Disney World. You know that land of enchantment? Well, not if you're in Shanghai when you're there. So buckle up, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times. We have interesting things to discuss today. This is the Soul of Wisdom, and here we go. Greetings and welcome. It is the Wednesday edition of Soul of Wisdom, and somehow you have managed to find the needle in the haystack that is one podcast out of many. Yep. Many millions. Many. So we thank you for that. We appreciate you. Uh, because, yeah, it's not always easy to just go and find anybody out there nowadays. Uh, but you have found us, so you should now, like, participate with us. So you can visit us, soulwisdom.com, S-O-U-L-E, wisdom.com. You'll find links to all past episodes. You'll find links to our businesses, to our Teachable, to our tip jar, all the fun things. Yeah. You can email us questions at soulwisdom.com. It's not just questions. You can also leave us comments. Mm -hmm. We'd be more than happy to uh, read your comments as long as we don't have to redact too many swear words out of them. Yes. That is all we ask. Uh, you can, did I say tweet yet? Uh, maybe. All right. Well, whatever. I'll say it again. Tweet us at Soul Wisdom. Uh, you can also find us on our brand new Facebook page, which is also at Soul Wisdom. Again, Soul, S-O-U-L-E. So, yeah. With me, as always, my wily, wiry wife, Bethy. Hi. 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 Wiry. Yeah. Wiry. Yeah. Say it. Wiry. Wiry. Yeah. Okay. Close. I'll work on it. The Replacements. Great movie. Keanu Reeves. Their uh, their field goal kicker is like this skinny like uh, Scottish dude who just like smokes while he's kicking, and one of the coaches runs up to the other coach is like he's a toothpick he's gonna get destroyed, and the one coach goes he's wiry, and then they spend five minutes trying to figure out how to properly pronounce wiry. So yeah, good movie, check it out. So Jaja got me this, did he not? He did. Okay. So, Visually Gifted, you can see on the screen right now that I'm holding up one of my birthday gifts that I have yet to build. This is Lego Architecture. This is the San Francisco, San Francisco there you go, Skyline. They have all sorts of wonderful things in it, like the Transamerica Pyramid and Alcatraz and the Golden Gate Bridge and all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, Zsa, by the way, is Polish for Grandpa. It is Beth's father. We take care of him here in the house. But, you know, uh, we just call him Zsa, Zsa. Yeah. So uh, I'm guessing Zsa, Zsa got me this because we talk about San Francisco all the time. Yeah. And what are the important things that we know about San Francisco? San Francisco right now is known for... Um, store closures. And? Drugs. And? Homeless. And? Defecation in the streets. And? Hypodermic needles. And? Theft. And? Did I say homeless? Yeah, but you can say it again because they have a lot of it. Dumpster fires. And? I'm running out of things. Basically, if it's bad, you can pretty much list it at this point. 
San Francisco is the proverbial dumpster fire, I'm afraid. So I'm thinking Jaja got me that so we can put it up on our shelf when we do our uh, our San Francisco updates. But it's not built yet. No, not, not so, yet. So you're just going to have to pretend that it's on the shelf because we do have a San Francisco update. So what do we know so far? We know all the things you just listed off. Yeah. We know that uh, Walgreens has closed somewhere between 15 and 20 stores, depending on what story you read. The number seems to change by like two, depending on the source. Yeah. I don't know why. Okay. We know that Target reduced their hours. Yep. We know that 7-Eleven reduced their hours. Um, we know a lot of things, and none of them are good. I'm thinking maybe what they should do... You know, I was looking at the Alcatraz on the on the Lego architecture thing, and I'm thinking what they should do is they should like reopen Alcatraz, but they should just take all the people who want to be lawful and put them there, because it seems like that might be a smaller population at this point. Yeah. So they could just like set up their own deal, and um, you know, maybe live in peace. Yeah. I don't know. Just an idea, something for San Fran to think about. Although they'll have to make a deal with the feds because the feds own that, you know, and I'm sure they'll want uh, some kind of compensation. Probably. Anyways, before we get too far off the rails with the idea of putting good people on Alcatraz, let's visit Mr. Browser. And what does Mr. Browser have to say today? San Francisco Safeway cuts hours, cites off-the-charts shoplifting and equity problem. Okay. This from Fox Business, a Safeway location in San Francisco, cuts hours over off-the-chart shoplifting that has plagued the city for months. I think a lot of retailer, I, th I think like a lot of retailers, they've been experiencing increasing property crime and theft crime from their stores. San Francisco Supervisor Raphael Mandelman told CBS San Francisco. I think the last six months from what they say has been sort of off the charts in terms of how bad it's been. It's sad, upsetting, and frustrating. The Castro neighborhood, San, or San Francisco, the same, same abbreviations, SF, Safeway. Uh, anyways, the uh, Castro neighborhood Safeway used to be 24 hours, and now they're going 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. Uh, Mandelman said he is working on organizing a meeting with Safeway leaders, San Fran police, and the district attorney to address crime. Uh, he added to the outlet that Safeway employ employees told him police rarely make arrests for property crime by the time they make it to the scene. It's an equity problem, he said. There's lots of low-income folks, seniors, folks with disabilities who rely on Safeway and other Safeways around the city. Safeway told Fox News that their hours were changed to maintain a safe and welcoming shopping experience in light of increasing theft. Shoppers describe being surprised by the cut of hours. I feel it's definitely an inconvenience. Not everybody can make it to the supermarket between those hours, so it's a little frustrating, especially for me personally, said Chris Radkins. Safeway joins a growing list of companies, as I've already gone through, places that are closing and stuff like that. Larceny theft, which includes shoplifting, has increased 11% just from the start of the year, according to police data. 
Which so. we know is probably an undervalued number because not everything gets reported. Yeah, we talked about that before, didn't we? Yeah. That, you know, that's not even going to be accurate because a lot of these stores just said they don't even bother. Yep. Because what's the point? So Mayor London Breed says, we care about criminal justice reform. We care about second chances. We care about making sure people are not wrongly accused, but don't take our kindness for weakness, our compassion for weakness. I think people are taking it for weakness. I think so too. Yeah. I could be, could be mistaken there, but that kind of, kind of reads that way. Yeah. So yet again, another business is cutting back because San Francisco can't get their act together. Yeah. If I was a swearing person, I was going to say they can't get their S blank, blank, blank together, but they do have it together. It's all over the streets. You know exactly where to find it. Yeah. Yeah. So I, they just haven't put it in a collective pile yet. No. Isn't it sad and pathetic and insert adjectives here that a city so iconic as San Francisco, a city that has its own Lego set, for heaven's sakes. Yeah. With so much so much beauty going on in such a in such a beautiful area of the country, uh, with all of its history between, you know, gold rush stuff and then all of the the tech that's there now and everything else everything it's got going for it it has managed to slide into such disarray and disrepair yeah that every time we turn around there's some kind of story about some other business doing something um i'm not going to pull this up on the browser but i will read from it real quick um there was a target store on Mission Street, this is from California Globe, the Globe reported that that store was going to close. And they, Target has since contacted them and they amended the story at the end because Target claims they're not going to close it. However, comment or Target would not comment on the details of the story. And specifically, one of the details was they interviewed uh, a couple of officers from the San Francisco Police Department who withheld their names for reasons that they didn't want retaliation but the claim was made that that particular target is losing $25,000 a day to shoplifting that's insane a day that's not attainable and they were asked about well why don't they just do like like uh you know, like armed police or stuff like that at the door. And the officer just said, it doesn't matter. They don't care because there's no consequence to anything. You know, if it's under a thousand dollars, they're not even pursuing it anymore. So it's just like this open haven to just go do whatever you want. This again, in one of the most iconic cities in the world, let alone the United States. Yeah. And it is just an absolute dumpster fire disaster whatever you want to call it yeah so i can't i can't blame safeway for going yeah we got to pull back on this i can't blame target for target has reduced their hours in their stores they're claiming they're not closing this one but if they're losing twenty five thousand dollars a day if that's accurate do you honestly think they're gonna keep that store open no no why would they walmart has or not walmart walgreens has you know shuttered a bunch of them because there's just no point so what's going to happen 
is these inner cities are very quickly going to become a food desert. Yeah. Because why would anybody go down there to do business? I wouldn't. So it doesn't surprise me that these larger businesses don't want to either. I don't know how how this ends well for San Francisco based on its current leadership and its current policies. But well, I also don't know when that's going to change. <laughs> well, when the businesses pull out, then what's going to happen? The people who don't have money aren't going to be able to steal from the businesses. Who are they going to steal from? Their neighbors. Yeah. No, that's true. And then you're going to have real problems. Yeah. Because unlike the uh, stores that don't seem to want to defend their merchandise, something tells me that uh, people are going to be a little more apt to defend their homes. Yeah. Though I don't know that California has a stand your ground. No. So that'll be interesting because what happens here then will be that the actual burglars will get slaps on the wrist. Well, the people trying to defend themselves will get serious charges. Because that's how backward stuff is. Yep. But I guess we will see. I will say this from a business standpoint. I don't blame any of these businesses for closing their stores, lowering their hours, any of that. No. Nope. Uh, you know, at this point, what's the point of doing business there? This makes me more and more happy every time I read stuff like this that our businesses are all based online. Yeah. I would not want a brick and mortar at this point. Even in a good place, honestly. I mean, here in the Phoenix area, we've, we're have we pretty stable, but who knows for how long. Yeah. I mean, the cities, one by one, seem to be falling more and more. And I figure it's only a matter of time before it gets here, too. So, yep. heaven help us all when it happens. All right, on that somber note, I think we should probably take a break, retool ourselves for another discussion uh, on a slightly similar topic, however. So, uh, yeah, get ready for that. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. Press to impress like it's prom night. And when you live in top shelf, you know you gotta set the bar high. Had the same dreams as we was kids. Big tips, big cars, and even bigger cribs. Never thought that it would happen just the way it did. Fast forward that now, it's just the way we live. That's good food and drinks. My mood makes you think that this life's made for a king. The room starts to shake, so smooth if you blink, you might just miss the whole thing. Just Welcome back. Segment two of the Soul of Wisdom Wednesday edition. The hump day edition, as they say. I don't, I don't know. We don't have a hump day. We work seven days a week. Yeah, it there, just all blends There together. is no top of the hill for us. No. It's just, you know, uh, who was it who pushes the boulder up the hill? Sisyphus? I don't remember. I, I was picturing the uh the stories like your grandparents we walked uphill to school both ways like that yeah barefoot <laughs> in a snowstorm uh -huh. yeah yeah that being self-employed is kind of like that uh -huh. only only maybe it pays a little better it doesn't snow in phoenix that's true it does not snow here instead we walk up the hill barefoot in 120 degrees with our feet on fire yeah both ways yep yeah Okay, so anyways, on that note, so last segment we talked about San Francisco. Yes. Okay, let's shift gears. Let's talk about L.A. What is L.A. known for these days? Uh, the shipping crisis. And? More homeless. And? Homeless with drug problems. And? 
probably feces on the streets. And? Crime, of course. And? Mandates. <laughs> <laughs> and? <laughs> uh, I'm running out of things. Hollywood. Oh, Hollywood. Hollywood's not related to this. Oh, okay. I don't think they're partaking in what I'm about to talk about. Probably not. But... But yeah, I, so many of the same things that San Francisco is known for right now. It yeah. really makes me... The thing is, we're actually within driving distance of the Pacific. We could go enjoy these places. And there are places that we've enjoyed in the past. Like one of our favorite places in LA is the Farmer's Market. Yeah. Just go there and graze on food all day. It's probably not even open now because of distancing and such. Yeah, I don't know how that place works because that's so tightly cramped. Yeah. I don't know how you would social distance there, which means it's probably been destroyed at this point. And it's a sliver of what it once was. But I have, I have no motivation, despite being within reach of it, to actually go to the coast. Me either. No, no, no. What's the point? And, um, yeah, I mean, it's just it's all on fire. But uh, I really wanted to talk about a prediction that we made that appears to be coming true. So we've been talking about the shipping crisis. That was the first thing you mentioned when I said what's going on with Los Angeles. And so we're talking about how they're dumping shipping containers on top of Hondas and just parking them in uh, Aunt Millie's driveway and wherever they can stash these things, right? Yeah, up to, you've seen seven tall now, right? Seven tall is the highest I can confirm at this time at the ports. That's probably because the cranes can't get it to an eighth story if I had to make a guess, but who knows? Um, that Which is why they then have to go stack them on Hondas. Yeah. Just can't get it any higher. So the one prediction that we made was that sooner or later they were going to start to loot these containers and theft would occur in abundance yes once again dear listeners we are right up on mr browser for those of you who are visually gifted feel free to play along this from fox business los angeles railroad lined with homeless encampment encampments sees rash of cargo container burglaries union pacific says it's working with local authorities to address the issue good luck with that Backlog of cargo containers making their way from the ports of Los Angeles and Long Beach saw widespread burglaries as they were carried on trains through an area tracked, area of tracks lined by homeless encampments. Thousands of boxes were seen laying near the train tracks as far as the eye could see in Los Angeles Lincoln Park, according to NBC4. A FedEx container and several others had their doors wide open and boxes tipping over. Well, that makes me want to use FedEx. Right. The Why areas... are those things locked? Well, I'm getting to that. Okay. That, that's the fun part of the story. Okay. The area is lined by homeless encampments on either side of the tracks. The outlet also spotted two men jumping off of a moving train carrying bolt cutters. Ah. So, see? So they're well prepared. I was two sentences away from answering your question. Yeah. Now, this is, like, organized. Union Pacific said it was aware of the theft, looking, working with local police. The transport company did not immediately respond to Fox's request for comment. Uh, incident comes as supply chain crisis continues, with 77 ships anchored offshore as of Monday. 
So again, it seems to float between 75 and 100 depending on the day. Uh, do, 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 do. So they talk about how the ports, uh, Biden is like begging them to go 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, but the ports say they can't currently operate all hours of the day until trucking companies and warehouses also increase their hours of operation. In the meantime, cargo containers are in safe locations, according to Port <laughs> Official. <laughs> <laughs> okay. There is no safer place to put a shipping container than on a Honda or in Aunt Millie's driveway. Or just leave it out in the ocean where it can catch on fire. Yeah, yeah, or you can just float them out there until it's time and then just, you know, tow them by tugboat or whatever. What an absolute mess. So bad. But we called it. We said sooner or later they're going to start, you yep. know, breaking into these things and there you go. Mm-hmm. So... It was it was funny to me though reading through that, the the two things obviously the they're being stored in a safe location was just hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's it's totally totally secure as we can see now, but then as well, um, when they were talking about Biden wanting the port open twenty four hours, and we talked about this too, when he said that when he's like I'm gonna make them be open twenty four hours, we even said well, okay, now what? Yeah. Are you going to have trucks running in 24 hours when we're short 60 to 80,000 drivers that are going to take these goods to warehouses that don't really exist? Yeah. Yeah, because so, he said he was he worked with Walmart and they were going to like house stuff, right? Yes. Yeah. Walmart was going to just open up their warehouses, except that, again, is not how it works now. How it works is just-in-time delivery. The idea is as soon as something comes in, it goes to the shelf and you move it. People... Well, it seems like it was just in time for those thieves. They were ready. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> That's called just-in-time thievery. <laughs> They've got the schedule. Yeah. Yeah, and they're just... Oh, good Lord. <laughs> you know, every day when I think that, that it can't get any worse... It gets worse. It gets worse. You know, yesterday, we actually sent out an email to our um, subscriber base from our businesses, and we said in the email, look, you know... If you haven't been in a store lately, the shelves are thin for this time of year during a time when they should just be packed. And it isn't going to get any better. So we're telling our customers, look, shop small, shop local. We would love it if you would consider shopping with us, but we realize that we don't sell everything. We're not going to fit everybody's needs. So we've just flat told them in the email, look, go find another small business then. Go find another local establishment because these people will be able to pivot and adapt and work with what they've got. Uh, meanwhile, the big businesses are all tied up because all their stuff is either sitting in a quote-unquote secure location, haha, yeah, um, or it's apparently being ransacked as it's leaving the city. Yeah. So, what a nightmare. See, this is what happens, though, when things aren't as localized anymore when you start to push them out further and further now into this like global kind of system where you're moving goods across the planet and everybody's all interactive all of a sudden but you've got to cross these great distances to do it and if there's any hiccup in that system good luck getting it restarted again because we figured this out we made the hiccup yep. when we shut everything down last year and now you're trying to start it back up again, but the balance is gone now. 
Yeah. And this balance took a lot of time to kind of work its way in. So, you know, in the meantime, because it's unbalanced, what happens? Chaos ensues. Hondas die and product gets stolen. Well, yeah, and everybody has decided that nobody wants to work and stuff should just be handed to them. And Yeah. The whole mentality has gotten worse. Yeah, and obviously there's a certain segment of the population now that has just flat said, well, if it's not going to be handed to me, I'm just going to go take what I think is mine. Yep. So now we, we raid the shipping containers with bolt cutters and courage and just start sh throwing it off the train as it goes by and whatever you get, you get. Yep. I'm curious what they got. Probably an assortment of things. Hmm. Probably. How much of it will be useful at a homeless camp, I don't know. But, you know, whatever. They'll I'm sure they can sell it. I was just going to say, they'll probably work with somebody who can, you know, off it on eBay or something. Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's modern America for you right there. Yep. Does this feel like your country? Doesn't feel like it to me. Me either. But what do I know? Oh, well. So, again, um, we called it on shipping. I can't wait to see what it is that we've called next. Yeah. Give it a day or two. Something else will come up. Alrighty. I want to take a break. I want something to drink. I want to retool my brain for yet another fun discussion that I don't remember what it is. So I should probably go figure that out. Probably. Before we go into segment three just completely blind. So I'm gonna go get my brain straight and we'll be right back. I'm going in one time, these record labels on in my face, trying to forfeit my race. But still I'm going in one time, no matter the opposition I face, stay in true to my face. I'm about to give them what they want, what they need, what they ask for. Give them what they want, what they need, what they ask for. Give them what they want, what they need, what they ask for. Give them what they want, what they need, what they ask for. Segment three, dear listeners, here on the Wednesday edition at the Soul of Wisdom. Hey, good news. I finally remembered what else we're going to talk about. That's good. Yay. It only took, like, digging through about 20 open tabs and, you know, maybe I should start making notes. Perhaps. See, what I do for these shows, it's very scientific. We've got, like, a list of stuff that's like constantly evolving so there's like 50 tabs that are open on the screen and then we just kind of go through them and go let's do this one this one and this one because they're important today or at least we think they are but then i don't close any of the other tabs i leave them open because at some point i'll go back to them and maybe that makes tomorrow's cut or something like that yeah i'm pretty sure that what's going to happen within about mm, three four more weeks of this system is that the computer is just going to explode. Perhaps. And it's going to happen. It'll freeze for It's going to sure. happen like mid-episode because it's the same computer that I use to control everything and record everything. So it's all going to go poof and then we're just going to vanish. Well, that would be sad. It would be sad. Maybe we should have a backup computer or a better system. Perhaps. We'll figure it out. Anywho. So... When I say Magical Kingdom, you say... Overpriced? Oh, I was going to say you say Disney. Oh, okay. But yeah, overpriced <laughs> definitely fits. Uh, yeah, you have to like mortgage your house to take the family to Disney now. 
And then if you actually want to do anything there, you have to pay for like the speed pass or whatever it is that they call it. So you can like skip to the front of the line. Yeah. Um, and then even that, you know, only gets you so close to the front of the line. They actually just raised all their prices too. Of course they did. Because of all of the everything. Yeah. <clears throat> so what is it like $500 a person for an hour now? I don't know. I can look it up. Oh, okay. Well, while you do that, I'll continue to riff on the uh, ridiculousness of it. Uh, but yeah, it's it's crazy expensive um, for what it is. If you're interested sometime, go out on YouTube and search for like um, keywords like abandoned Disney properties or abandoned Disney attractions, and you'll find some of the crazy stuff that they do. Like at Disney World, there's an entire island right in the middle of the park that they just abandoned. And it's like overgrown and everything else now. And they're not doing anything with it. It's just like this eyesore sitting in the middle of Disney World. And I think I was on that island as a kid too. I seem to recall actually being on that island when I was there. But I don't remember much of Disney World. So heaven only knows. Anyways. They have a Disney World in China. Because even the Chinese want to go to the Magical Kingdom. Yes. <clears throat> probably more so than we do so they can escape their communist rulers at least for a little while in their minds right wrong you can never escape the thumb of the chinese authorities and i'm going to show you why pulling up on mr browser oh hold up beth putting something in front of me okay a hundred and four dollars from a hundred and four dollars from a hundred and four dollars per person two. what's the two and the three that number, doesn't read right number of days it says select the number of days oh so well how come one day is a hundred and four dollars but if you want to go two days it's a hundred and twenty eight dollars they want more money if you want to be there for two days apparently i'm just this is right off their website that's retarded because that was $128 a day, not $128 for the two days. Yes. Well, buy yourself two one day tickets. Do they give you like a, like a French fry or something in there to help with that cost? <clears throat> Maybe we're reading it wrong. Okay. Well, in any case, Disney overpriced. Let's just leave it at that. But. It's not only overpriced, in China, it's actually a temporary prison <laughs> <laughs> that you pay for. Uh. Yeah, so a COVID scare traps 33,000 visitors inside Shanghai Disney in a surreal scene. On Sunday, Shanghai Disneyland, a theme park partially owned by entertainment giant Disney, so they didn't even own the whole thing. Oh, you know why China owns the rest? Oh, Probably, okay. because they don't like, like, completely independent businesses there. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, promised customers they were in for wicked Halloween surprises. Yeah, safe to say no one expected the biggest shock of the day was the medical staff in hazmat suits conducting masked COVID tests. So, on this is the funny part. On Sunday, Shanghai Disney went into a partial lockdown after a woman who visited the park on Saturday tested positive for COVID-19 the day before there was one person out of tens of thousands 
who tested positive. So the tens of thousands that were there the day after got punished for it by being held until they had their COVID tests. They shut down all indoor venues, stopped allowing new visitors. They kept some of the outdoor attractions going, however, so you could still play around while you're waiting for your turn to have the test. Uh, they were testing young children as uh, fireworks were going off overhead. There's like video of it. God. So that's super cool. Uh, they shut down a subway line that runs to the park. Uh, they sent 220 buses to take visitors into self-isolation. Uh, they said Monday that anyone who visited the park on Saturday or Sunday had to stay home for at least two days and monitor their health for at least two weeks. The park is still shut down and they will notify guests when they are ready to open up. Because of one case. Because of one case. <clears throat> is the insanity ever going to stop here? I hope so. But... I hope so too. So it said in the article, I didn't get down to this part, but it said that 76% of citizens in China now are actually vaccinated. That's better than us from a percentage standpoint. Yeah. And, you know, everybody touts that this is the way to fix it and all of that. We're not going to, we're not going to, uh, debate that, debate that here, but it's interesting that they've got some of the best vaccination stats and everything else. And one person the day before gets something and then they make 30,000 people pay for it. I demand a refund. They'll never get it. No, <laughs> but, but good Lord. Yeah. You know, I Again, I'm not I'm not a denier of any of this. Obviously, you know, it's a thing and it affects people and all of that. But some of the some of the crazy that we're going to. I mean, and what what kind of damage will this do to some of these young children who are trying to build memories and stuff like that? Who are now going to look back on their day at Disney World Shanghai? And it's going to be like a freaky thing for them. Yeah. Well, because... I mean, how many kids were stuck at home for like a year and couldn't leave the house? So. Yeah. I mean, on this day, they got greeted by Mickey Mouse and got escorted out by people in hazmat suits. Yeah. And then forced to quarantine. Because they might get the sniffles. I don't know. Yeah. I'm telling you, at some point, the world has to lose its crazy... This this doesn't this doesn't help anything either, because it continues to feed into this kind of fear and paranoia and everything else that keeps us from going back to normal. That keeps us from fixing the things that we covered in the two previous segments. The more and more we feed into this insanity, the more and more we live in fear rather than actually go out and live. Yeah. Um, you know. The deeper down this rabbit hole we get and at some point i don't know that we're going to be able to recover from said rabbit hole i think we're on the precipice now of you know i think it's going to be a lot of decisions that are made within the next six to nine months that are going to determine whether or not we're going to get out of this uh this fear hole that we continue to travel down i would agree but i guess we'll see in the meantime uh yet another place i will never visit <laughs> shanghai China? disney because yeah. you might get stuck there 
and nobody wants that. No. Alrighty, I think we've beat on uh, negative, unfortunate information enough for today. But we do thank you for listening. Please do take a moment, like, subscribe, share, do all those things that help this podcast, this YouTube, this Rumble show get out in front of more and more people. It really does make a difference. So if you can hook us up and uh, do those things, that would be great. Yes. Any final thoughts, Effin? No. Hopefully we can have a more positive, at least one segment and be more positive tomorrow. I can't control what the world is like. I know. <laughs> See, you know, we try to cover businessy kind of things, which we have this entire episode. It's all businessy kind of stuff. But the problem is there's not a whole lot of positive businessy kind of stuff at no. the moment. So we have to go a little bit negative. But we, pre we present it because perhaps it is a learning opportunity. If enough people see this stuff, they go, that's not right. Yeah. And then maybe it'll change. And if you're a business owner, maybe you'll go, I shouldn't operate the way these idiots are. Yeah. So that's the hope anyways. All right. Enough of us. You guys go have a good day. Again, thank you so much for joining us and we will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.